Hello again and welcome to the Les Represent podcast, the podcast about everything lesbian and lady loving queer, our stories, our experiences, our everything that makes us us. Uh, and here to talk about their representation today is... Um, my name is Sarah. I am one half of the podcast Gal Pals Watch, where <laughs> we watch uh, movies that involve queer women um, and we just talk about them. And I'm Alicia. I'm the better half of, no. Well, <laughs> I'll give you that one. It's kind of true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm Alicia. Um, I'm the other half of Gal Pals Watch. Um, I'm 29. I'm gay. <laughs> yes, I'm 33, also gay. Well, there we go. We've, we've learned everything we need to know. Thank you for coming on yeah. the show. <laughs> we are gay friends. Yes. <laughs> Platonic Gal Pals. <laughs> Alicia referred to us as brain twins earlier, and brain I think twins. I think that's a good way of describing us. Yeah. Which is also very important for people to realize that two lesbians can be next to each other and not be together. For yes. Some, for some reason. It's like touching my arm right now. Well said. So you guys have a podcast where you watch queer movies and you do a whole wonderful spiel about it. I remember I, I listened to your guys' episode on Imagine Me and You, which is my favorite gay movie, even as, as problematic as it is. I absolutely yeah. adore it. I just can't. It it's, bugs me that there's not so many more just like it because it's, it's, it's really wonderful. cute. Yeah, it's one of those films that I think a lot of lesbians really like and really identify with and I do think it is a great film but just looking at it from a critical lens which I think is what we do mm -hmm. in our podcast and of course like riffing the heck out of stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um you know uh it, there are still ways that we can improve mm -hmm. so that's what we kind of like to examine and look at and of course look at gay ladies yeah <laughs> doing gay things yeah <laughs> Absolutely. So what made you guys want to start this podcast? Because, um, well, I guess I've been kind of a lesbian film buff. And I, I say lesbian as, you know, kind of an umbrella term. I don't mean just lesbian. I mean bisexual women, trans women um, who happen to be queer in some aspect. Um, so I might use, you know, the word queer or gay as kind of like an umbrella term. Um, but re really what I mean is non-straight women, hmm. <laughs> people who identify as women who are not straight. Um, anyway, so I started watching a lot of these movies when I was in high school. Um, I went to Catholic school from preschool through 12th grade. Um, and I realized I was gay in, in about seventh or eighth grade. <laughs> you were like Cameron Post. Yeah. A little bit. I was. Which, Which is, is a compliment, by the way. She's <laughs> <It's> rad. <laughs> yeah, she's really rad. Um, yeah, and I, it was one of those things where I can't really, like, pin, like, a couple that really defined how I figured out what the word lesbian was. Wow, that's really yeah. cool. Um, one of them happened to be uh, watching The Truth About Jane, which was my first foray into lesbian film. <laughs> I am kind of newer to queer content in general. Um, I didn't come out until I was, I think, 26, 27. 
Um, and I was pretty heavily closeted even to myself before then. Um, so even though I'm new to queer content, I feel like I'm doing a pretty decent job catching up. (laughs) (laughs) I consume a lot of it. I think about it a lot. Um, because it was, it actually wasn't a movie, but it was a TV show where I saw like a lesbian character for the first time who wasn't portrayed as like, uh, predatory or like, uh, you know, like super butch, because I don't identify as super butch um, and didn't really fit stereotypes of what, like negative stereotypes of what I thought lesbians were growing up in the 90s in like super heteronormative suburbs. Um, And I saw that for the first time on a TV show and it like really changed my life because I honestly had no idea that there was like such a spectrum of queerness and that and that it was okay, and that it was, like, not going to make you sad. In fact, it makes me really happy. <laughs> what was it? Do you remember? Yeah, it was The 100. 100, okay. Yeah. Um, but before that, I was, like, really into Hannah Hart on YouTube. She was really my, like, lesbian awakening, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's very Kristen cool. Stewart. Oh, yeah, Kristen Stewart. I had a major <laughs> crush on Kristen Stewart, like, much younger. I just didn't really know that's what it was. A lot of things in retrospect, I'm like, oh, that was so gay. Like, I really listened to Ani DeFranco a lot, <laughs> like, in <laughs> high school. So, I don't know. But, um, yeah. So, and I, so like, that's why I wanted to do this podcast, because I found my brain twin, another uh, queer lady obsessed pop culture maven. It me. It you. <laughs> and I was like, yes, that sounds awesome. We should totally just watch all the gay movies and talk about them. And it's been really fun. Yeah. And it's, for me, first, I've been, you know, sometimes, like, we watched this movie recently, Desert Hearts. Mm -hmm. Um, I hadn't seen it since I was probably 15 or so. And And I had never seen it. And it was just one of those where it was like, whoa, I'm seeing this from a different perspective as a Mm -hmm. 29-year-old woman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is interesting to revisit those things, too. Like, the runaways for me... um, I can't remember how old I was when that came out, but I remember seeing it and then we rewatched that too. Um, and I definitely saw it differently. I still really liked it. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting. The more life you live, the more perspective you have, I guess. And like, you can analyze things more. Absolutely. Yeah. It sounds about right. I think I've had a similar experience, um, in the way that I actually was, closeted for a while unfortunately mm-hmm. being being southern raised as I am there's not a lot of representation anywhere uh, yeah a lot of our a lot of our tv didn't have it the first time I actually did see lesbians period was on a tv show it was like some sort of Degrassi teen drama thing I'm not oh, exactly yeah. sure which one. <laughs> I don't know if it was Degrassi it, it felt like Degrassi I'm not sure I didn't like watching real people on tv I was more of a cartoon person at the time oh. <laughs> Um, so I, I remember watching that and seeing two girls kiss on screen and I was like, holy shit, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> even though I finally recognized what it was, I didn't come out till much, much later. Like I was in college by the time I came out. Even then, I feel like that's just a thing that people do when they come out. They're like, oh my gosh, I have to get all of the movies that I can about this thing as if it's going to be like lesbian 101 or queer lady 101. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. 
I had I remember going through Netflix back in the day when Netflix would like send you DVDs and you couldn't stream. I remember it. those days. <laughs> and I just like got all the lesbian movies that I could, and it was just like some of them were not great. Some of them I felt like they didn't even know what the word lesbian was. It yeah, was, yeah. It was really. <laughs> I applaud you guys, because watching anything that supposedly is about lesbians, it's, it's, it's a scary road to go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that's really true. Some of them are truly horrible, and I think a lot of that has to do with, like, who's making the movie, um, but not necessarily what time period it was made in, as I found out watching yeah. Desert Hearts, which I was really impressed with. Um, that movie was made by a woman, um, which... In the 80s. Yeah, and it showed, like, a lot of the movies that are made about lesbians, especially older ones, are made by cis white dudes. And it's, like, very male gazy, and it's not Mm -hmm. really about... And plus, there's all these negative tropes about, oh, one of them has to end up with a man or die or something. (laughs) So, yeah, definitely not all gay movies are quality content. Yeah, and... and and in kind of doing this, like, I want to explore that more and kind of look at it as our history mm-hmm. of almost like kind of like being like an archivist of sorts. Yeah, I um, like that. Because it's like looking at our past, how were we represented? What was there for us to consume mm-hmm. in the media? Mm-hmm. Um, and looking at it through a modern day lens, what it what it's like now, does it still hold up? Yeah. Why should people watch it? Mm-hmm. Kind of deal. Um, all good questions to ask. Yeah. So these all, all these sorts of things kind of fascinate me because it's still something where I came out to myself at 13 and I'm 29 now and I still eat up the media like no one's business, gay media. Yeah. Like, why? Why does it still matter? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That's so well said, Alicia. <laughs> That's that's actually really awesome. I completely agree with it. I know, I know of a couple of ladies who kind of do the same thing with television. Um, mm-hmm. They they run the Les Watch TV um, yeah. website. Oh, where just, I love yeah. Les Watch TV. They're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Mika and Tracy are like the sweetest people. I I swear to God, I, I, that I love website. it. I can't even imagine how much work they put into that. A lot. Yeah. A freaking lot. Holy cow. I, yeah. I hear them talk about what they have to do, and I'm just like, whoo, I need to step back. Yeah. <laughs> I need to step back. That sounds like too much work. Yeah, yeah. But I applaud them, especially with all the stuff that they have to watch. Just, like, for even, like, five minutes of just seeing a queer character on screen, they, like, they're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Exactly. Like, <laughs> they're I don't, doing so great. Yeah, I don't know if I would have, I would be able to do TV. Like... There's a lot more TV, actually. There's so much more TV. Yeah. And I think sometimes sitting down for just, like, two hours or something mm-hmm. and dedicating <laughs> myself to this one, usually two gay people on screen yeah. that I can, like, focus on. But these little, like, increments in, like, TV where you have to, like, pull it apart and yeah, you know, find those little gay moments. That's difficult. I applaud them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now there's completely. shows like Winona Earp and Orphan Black before it went off Hella there. gay. That were, <laughs> yeah, they were really gay. So you could watch every episode and know you were going to get queer content. Yeah. And I, so I'm a big TV person, but not for those storylines that are like way off to the side. You know, like I'm just bored with that. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah, like Winona Earp and um, actually there there is a show called Killjoys, which is also on sci-fi. That is not really very queer, but um, it has this relationship between a woman and a man that is completely platonic. Mm-hmm. And they're not siblings, but they feel like family to each other. And I find that really refreshing because oh yes, it's just yeah, like that is it's such a great relationship. And I normally couldn't care less about some cis guy and like a woman in any kind of relationship, but it's just <laughs> like really it's really nice to see because it portrays men as like more sensitive and more like nuanced than they normally get portrayed capable of doing something other than just looking for a fuck exactly Exactly. yeah i was i was gonna use the word human (laughs) then i like started going on this like weird thing i was like but what does it mean if history has been all about men are they even humans and then i was like i i can't i can't do this right now so that all happened in my head within like five seconds oh my gosh i I don't have time for this are they even human or the brain capacity (laughs) Not to mention, this is a podcast about ladies. Not uh, saying, yeah. not saying we shouldn't talk about men. I'm saying yeah, that they sorry. have a place. No, 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 no. I'm joking. We have a, yeah, we have a real problem. Or even like remembering the men's names. Yeah, the, movies, the so. male characters were like, "Who is that guy again?" Whatever. And anyway, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Have you guys? Oh, what is that movie? Oh no, I was just about to suggest a movie to you guys, and I forgot what it was called. That's okay. You'll remember it. it. Yeah. Um, It was on Netflix for a while. It was like a movie about these group of gay people that were going to a convention and they stop at this bed and breakfast place. And it turns out that the whole movie, it's like a horror movie supposed to be. It's, it's trash. I'm going to let you know right now. It's really trash. (laughs) Um, but it's, I forgot what it was called. I think it was literally called Gay B&B or some shit like that. It was what? It was really crazy. It was like they had multiple gay couples that went to this this bed and breakfast that they were going to, you know, spend the night and then go to their convention. And then the little lady there just was really just luring them there to kill them because she was, she was homophobic. It was, it was really crazy. Oh my god. It's at the oh. beginning of the movie played off like it was gonna be an actual scary movie, and then it just like forgot what it was doing, and it was like, <laughs> ridiculous. It, it, it became aware of itself, and the whole movie just fell apart. It was absolutely ridiculous. Wow. But there was like multiple lesbian couples and multiple gay ma- male couples in the wow. same scene, and it was interesting. The ending is crap. <laughs> well, ending is crap. I still God. feel like I kind of want to watch it now. I need to figure out what that movie was called. You would, It was like a B-rated movie. You wouldn't even know any of the people in it. That's a lie. Yeah. But you might know somebody that's in it. Um, is it good representation? I don't know. I couldn't say. Yeah. I could not yeah, tell you. good representation? <laughs> We're trying um, to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I believe one lesbian survives. Oh, well. One. I mean, but it's it a is horror a horror movie. movie. <laughs> it's a horror movie that really only had like two straight people in it. So I think yeah. from, when you think of ratio wise, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it works. I'm gonna have to find that movie and link it to you guys because that actually okay. sounds like a timely movie, great. a timely movie for this month. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Halloween. Spoopy. Which I don't, I don't have any like gay horror movie things. Other than that, to mention, I guess I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. gay people yeah, in horror movies. A couple. Yeah. So there is um, sister, my sister, what? which is 
based on the real murder of I don't know. <laughs> some French people. Some Basically, French two people. sisters murder are maids, and they murder the the family that they work for. That's the plot, um, and that are, was real. That really did happen. Uh, it's also incestuous. Yeah. Oh, I, I see. Um, Interesting. Yeah. That was so scary. There's there's that <laughs> element. There's heavenly creatures, which is also based on a true crime um, in New Zealand. Two teenage girls kind of fell in love, got together. Killed one of their parents. Oh, oh. boy. Yeah, there's the Lizzie Borden movie that... Lizzie Borden. I don't know if it's out yet. I think it is. I think so. Yeah. I think so. That has Kristen Stewart. <laughs> and then, but it looks really creepy. I don't think I want to see it. That's, that's the thing that <laughs> no like one's ever mentioned to me about her. Like, Lizzie Borden, like, everyone knows the rhyme, but it's like, no yeah. one ever told me she was gay. Yeah. Like, that was a new thing I heard about. I was like, are they recreating it like that? And they're like, that's probably historically accurate. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's things like that that, you know, they get kind of tossed to the side. Mm-hmm. In the... I find it interesting how it did get tossed to the side because that almost fits the narrative of gay people are bad. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. I know. It's kind of true, right? Like, yeah. surprised maybe in a good way. Or, like, a bad way. I don't know. But, yeah, like, that's one that's... It's complicated because she... Yeah, she killed her parents. Yeah. And that's, like, a real thing that happened. hmm So, it's like, do we want her? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. Kind of thinking, yeah, as we kind of talk about what does it really mean to be gay or whatever, you just have to think of, like, there's so many different facets of yeah. it. That is just kind of like, just as there are different people in the world, mm. there are different gay people that know one way to be yeah. gay or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but since you guys watch movies so much, you, you've probably seen the trend of gay people being bad pretty much up until the 90s, I think. I can't... Oh, yeah. Like, all the way through the 90s. I feel like it's only just the past few years yeah. where that kind of thing, at least in the mainstream, uh, where we've seen more nuanced and positive portrayals of queer people. That's crazy. Yeah, it seems like they are, with the exception of a few mm-hmm. that we've seen so far, Yeah, like, basically, pre-2000s are kind of one-dimensional gay characters. They're not very nuanced. They, or they're kind of seen as, I don't know, there's some sort of, like, issue with them being gay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing that I think is really important for representation because, like, coming out stories and, you know, struggles around that are important stories to tell. But I think it's equally as important, if not more important, to show other ways that gay people live their lives besides just being in anguish about their queer identity because it's not just about, like, that's only one part of your identity and it might be a really important part, and it's one that should be, like, embraced and celebrated, but it's also not everything. And I think it's really helpful for young people who are just, like, figuring out their identities um, or whatever. They don't have to be young. Like, anyone who's figuring out their identity um, to, like, see a broad spectrum of people who have this aspect of them that's what queer similar to this person who's figuring stuff out, but um, not have it be just 
this heavy burden yeah and not have their whole life be about oh i have to come out i have to deal with being gay yeah not only is it negative but it's only kind of like it's just the beginning Mm -hmm. we're getting a lot of these stories where it's just the beginning of their um story as a queer person you know and we need to see beyond that as well. Yeah. I mean, I will love a coming out story until I die. Oh, I'll be me my, too. Yeah. I'll I want to see death, them. I'll be in my deathbed sobbing over one. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but at the same time, we do need more varied representation in that area. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, I think almost while we're almost sick to death of coming out stories, it's like when you think in terms of, representation for queers in media it's kind of like a new thing because before you know the gays would just be the bad guy like there'd be something wrong with them there would be yeah, like yeah. some weirdness about them that just made them not normal duh yeah but, some you know, nefarious yeah aspect yeah and there wasn't really a backstory to any of those queer people either and for some reason they almost pinned it off like they're bad because they were gay yeah. yeah. It's implied, at least. Yeah. Especially... And I actually... Oh, oh go, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, I saw this YouTube video once. This woman named Rowan Ellis makes really great YouTube videos, and she made a video about how, um, like, Disney villains are often coded as gay. Like Ursula. So, Ursula. Ursula. Um, Scar. Because she was... Um, oh, my gosh. I never realized yeah. Scar. Yeah, because he walks flamboyantly mm-hmm. for you know a lion yeah i know <laughs> i would i would gander to say he was he was probably are you okay are you dying <laughs> i'm fine i just realized like flamboyant lion flamboyant like um i would putting... say he was probably bi or something because i know he had kids but i guess you know i guess you can't say anything about that because all yeah. the gay people who've ever had children ever and just never came out. So perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Man. I don't know. So many gay holes. So many gay holes. <laughs> we really need to make a t-shirt with gay holes on it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I would worry about that. <laughs> but yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm literally thinking back to all of the Disney villains, and a lot of them are very... Yeah. 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 Oh, what the heck? Ursula, <laughs> Ursula was based on a on um a drag oh queen, gosh. right? Yes, yeah. a famous one. I'm totally blanking on her name. Divine. Oh yeah. I knew like, that. Like the makeup one. is exactly the same. Hmm. I mean, she was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm thinking back to it. I can't think of a single villain that didn't just. Well, that's not true. There were several villains that Gaston was overly was all about oh, masculinity. Yeah. But that's what he was. He was the definition of like toxic masculinity even yeah. even if disney didn't frontly say this is not so great he yeah. was there like that but i think of every other disney villain ever and it's just like they're all kind of flamboyant and weird mm-hmm. and they just not even weird they just act differently they don't act like this the gender norms that they are right yeah yeah, yeah that's a good way to put it that's very true yeah that is a really bad narrative mm-hmm. yeah Oh yeah, because it's insidious. You never really realize yeah. that's what you're learning. But it, like, gets in your brain somehow. So that's, like, a weird... That's, like, a weird 
one of two things. You're either against the gym and morphs and a bad guy, or you're too into them and you're still a bad guy. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, then. Yeah. Man, that makes me a little upset. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's kind of blown. Mm. Man. I mean, of the, major, of the major Disney films, the smaller Disney films, it's like, eh, no one remembers their bad guys anyway. <laughs> hmm. That's a bummer. Yeah. And this has kind of been like that for a long time. Like, one of my favorite genres, God forbid, I don't know why it is, is like the lesbian vampire genre. Like, that oh, is that, that is a scary face. place to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not as cut and dry as villain, though. That's because like, I think yeah. a lot of that narrative is like, there's the whole blood sucking thing that kind of like is a metaphor, I think. Yeah, it's 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 a huge metaphor for sex. It's yeah. been that way since the sixties. I've I watched too many documentaries on vampires. It's a sad thing. Oh nice. So you probably know more than me. Yeah. <laughs> I maybe maybe a couple of things. I know that vampires have changed a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Like they weren't even like allergic to sunlight until Nosferatu came out. Um, oh. they didn't even really drink blood until um Braun Stoker's Dracula, nor did they sleep in coffins. That was something like it's movies have really changed a lot about how we look at things. That and is so interesting because I think of those things as like the defining characteristics of vampires. Yeah, and before that, vampires didn't even do that. Vampires were more like <laughs> back in the day, the way to repel vampires from your house was to throw marbles or stones in front of your house so when they came for you they would be too busy counting all of the things in front of them huh. so you could get away that's why the count from sesame street is always counting that. exactly oh it's it's really crazy and it's now like my mind is blown <laughs> <laughs> why do why did they count things i don't know that was just part of something that that was just a part of them like they had to obsessively count things and whoa this is so God. crazy wow yeah, and it's just, it's amazing how, like, people don't understand that TV is important. They're like, it's just fiction, it's just entertainment. I'm like, you don't understand how much that warps nah. people's view of something. Like, vampires... Yeah, it has major implications yeah. in, like, society and how we interact with each other. Absolutely. Like, you know, on a larger scale. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You're so influenced by TV mm -hmm. since, yeah, you know, the moment you're exposed to it. Yeah. Even, maybe even before, if you're not allowed to watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right, because it's not even just TV where you're going to get that. It's, like, from your peers, and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it just, like, seeps out everywhere. So the media is incredibly important in, yeah. like, shaping society and individuals in the society. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's a, I would like to petition to somewhere. I don't know where you send this petition, but I want to petition <laughs> for someone to make a better lesbian vampire movie. Like, the Carmela Webb series has done amazing things i will not deny it but i think we need like a yeah. hundred of those <laughs> i really like, is that like too much the to movie. Ask? we should watch the carmilla movie yeah so i, I love that movie i never got into the web series can i watch the movie if yes i okay. no. because i also never got into the web series i watched maybe half of it what? and no. i never finished but i really loved the movie what you'd watch the movie without what the rest of the okay sorry no no you do i you. just like i don't know it wasn't really my favorite thing. I know that that's kind of blasphemous. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you do you. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't actually... Hmm, I might have to cut this out just because I don't want people jumping into my mentions, but I actually haven't <laughs> watched the Carmilla movie either, and that's because I haven't watched season three yet. And I was like, oh. well, 
they're kind of connected. I don't know if I can just skip it, so. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I know that, like, I would probably be able to understand the movie, but yeah, I might not know, sure. like, the subtleties of things, yeah. so. Yeah, and I'm sure okay. there's things I missed. Did you That's ever, did you ever watch, ooh, you guys probably have, um, I believe it's called The Vampire's Lover. No. No. Never even what? heard of it. Oh, no, am I thinking about the wrong movie? Um, Maybe not, I mean... I still have a lot of learning to do it's, when it comes to movies. We Before we made this podcast, we have a spreadsheet of all the movies that we could tell that had, like, lesbian-ish characters in it. And it's, it's like, really over, long. it's over 200. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You gotta, yeah, you gotta so share that list with me. this for years. <laughs> you gotta share that list with me. But though there's one that's called um, The Vampire's Lover. It came out in, like, the 70s, unfortunately. And it is pretty much... <laughs> It's everything you everything that's come out in the seventies is like softcore porn. That's just yeah. it's just kind of the rule of the seventies. It's softcore porn, like pretty much all of it. Oh and my god, it's kind of like almost personal best. <laughs> oh yeah, good good point. <laughs> and uh, that movie um, is the story of Carmilla, who uh, oh. is off based off the novel. This one's closer to the novel, but it's it's softcore porn, and it's uh, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I cannot tell you how many people she had sex with in that movie, but it kind of, it, I almost feel like you could, no, you can't compare. I'm sorry. I just said it down this path and you can't compare it because, um, uh, oh no, I don't even know if I want to spoil it or not. Like I personally, as a lesbian, don't think it's a great movie as somebody who loves um, vampires. Queer vampires. It's an okay movie. <laughs> I okay. think it forgets itself. Like with a lot of movies in the seventies, it forgets itself, and you're like, there's plot holes, but you're just watching it to be watching it, and you're like, okay. But the the woman who plays Carmilla is hella hot. That's oh, okay. All I have well, to say. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's hella hot. The woman, the girl who plays Laura is hella hot. Um, but. It's it leaves a lot to be desired, but it's I think it's one of the I think it's the first one in the supposed quote unquote trilogy for Carmilla because they like literally uh, they just made one movie after another kind of off of that story. Interesting. That is interesting. Oh, it sounds like we have some research to do. It also sounds like the majority of like the rest of non fantastical whatever non non fantasy uh lesbian movies in the terms of like plot holes and things oh yeah like that. oh god it was, you know, it's it not was, like we're not used to that watching queer movies due to like budgeting constraints yeah. and all that stuff but um yeah so that's that'll be a norm it's yeah. fine <laughs> it's fine it's still I, enjoyable when i first came out i liked that movie and i think it was just because it was it's, it's one of those bad guys where you're like, you know, she almost could have been a good guy if the movie went a different direction. Mm-hmm. Like, there was those moments when it was like, oh, those two could those two could probably run away together and it would probably be nice. <laughs> and then it was like, it was weird. Like, they had this lingering, like, dark figure off in the sunset that they kept panning out to in the middle of the movie. And I'm like, I'm assuming that's the person that's controlling her. And I'm like, but he was never, like, freaking addressed at all. Oh, weird. <laughs> and I was just like, are you trying to tell me he's possibly controlling her to make her do these things and you're not even going to confront him at all? Like, he wow. Was a, the main, <laughs> I'm ruining the show for you. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. It's okay. But 
I just, I can sit, I sit down and I think to myself, I could rewrite this to be really nice. And I'm like, do I have time? No. <laughs> One day, will. But yeah. if I did, if I did, they would have killed him and they would have ran away together. And they would have been halfway ever after. Oh, heck yeah. There you go. Heck I yeah. can't wait to see this movie when you write it. You'll write no, it. Oh my god. <laughs> sure, I'll write it. We'll see if it goes anywhere. But I, I think it could have been okay. Although it would have been complicating because... She sleeps with a lot of people in this movie. Oh, well. it's, it's hard to excuse that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should break it down for you guys, but she kind of sleeps with the girl's mother, and that would be kind of awkward to talk about later. Oh, that would be awkward. Just like... I'm sure about that. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> just like, let's go oh, ahead. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm just, what like, about ruining it for good you guys. lesbian vampire movies? Oh my god, there are... None. <laughs> That's not true. I'm sure that there is one that I have not seen. Twilight? Um, That's not a lesbian vampire. Yeah, I was about For to me say. it was. <laughs> were, you, were, you, were, you in, were you a Bella and Alice fan too? Because I was. Oh, I was just a Bella fan. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just really liked Kristen Stewart so much. I didn't really watch the movies. I only read the books because well, that was the really thing to do. you really didn't miss anything. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. I only read the books because those were the things to do. And let me tell you, Alice was a little more gay in the books. People can fight me on it. She was more gay in the books. <laughs> well, if I wanted to give my time to Twilight books, I would... Read it for that, but... I, I wouldn't give your time to it. No, I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> go to. Go to fan fiction and find the gay version of it. That's, okay. that's worth that your time. More, that sounds more better. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Have you seen that lesbian vampire... Well, it's not really lesbian, but the one with Susan Sarandon and... The Captain Hunger? What? The Hunger? Is yeah. I didn't watch it. I'm a bad gay, but I also... I say that all no the time, that's okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, I haven't seen that. I'm I such a bad guy. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I was just curious. I know it's not, like, overtly gay, but... I mean, David Bowie's in it. Isn't that close enough? He is? Oh, my gosh. Oh. I should definitely watch it, then. I think he is It just got gayer. If he's, if, he's <laughs> not in it, if he's not in it, then I'm thinking about another vampire movie that he was in. Oh. It's, it's hard for me to... Well, he kind of looks like a vampire in Labyrinth. <laughs> he did... He really did. I feel like that was his niche era for just playing, you know, uh, androgynous villains. Beautiful man. <laughs> yeah. <R. P>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying. I, I didn't watch The Hunger. I'm a bad gay. Um, but I did watch the Canadian ripoff version of it called The Last Ooh. Sect, which was Ooh. weird. I, it was. It was very gay. It was. It was very, like, it was very intensely, they, like, hinted at it for a long, long time, and I didn't think they were going to do anything with it. I thought it was like, oh, <laughs> vampires, they're always just ambiguously sexual towards everything. This is not Yeah. But th there is, there is a really sexy kiss in it that I was like, hey, Ooh. it's something. But then the ending confused the crap out of me, and I could not tell you what happened. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just look up that kiss on YouTube. That sounds good. Smoochies. Smoochies. I think, I think I like the soundtrack to it, even though you could tell it was a low-budgeted film, because I think they used, like, a single band to do the whole movie. But uh, <laughs> That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, I love that band, actually. I love them. It's really sad I can't find a lot of their stuff, because they're, like, small Canadian band. And I'm like, okay. Aww, Canada really is the best. 
and they pull out a lot of good shit. They're just like, we don't, we don't care if it's gay. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good with queer content. Nowadays, I feel like. Yeah, nowadays. I have no idea about other cultures' history. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, well, I mean, Canada's kind of like the U.S. in that it's a colonialist nation where land was stolen from Native Americans and a bunch of white people took over. But they make good gay stuff. There is one really good Indian lesbian movie that I like. Indian, like, from India? Mm -hmm. What's it called? Fire. Ooh. Literally. Yeah. I'm intrigued. It's very good. Okay, um, that's we'll actually need to go on our list for soon. That's actually another. Actually, we were talking about essentially. Can I swear on this? Of course, you do. You. <laughs> the like the motherfuckers. <laughs> we were talking about motherfuckers, like lesbians who fuck moms. Oh, vampires. yeah. <laughs> the the fi- fire is about a girl who falls for her mother-in-law. Oh. What? Oh my. Yeah. I'm. For it? I'm interested. It I want to see it. It was banned. Yeah, it was banned in India. The director was like almost exiled and all this shit. That it's makes really sense. well done. Wow. I love it. I want to watch it now, and that's mainly because I really love Age Gap. It's like uh, <laughs> yeah. which is such a huge theme in lesbian content. Yeah. Uh, not always done well. Like, have you have you guys watched I, Bloomingtons? Oh, I don't like Bloomington. I don't like it. Either. I haven't seen it. I don't um, like it I would be horrible for your podcast. That's the school one where like the teacher and the student. That oh well, it is, but it's at the college level. Loving oh. Annabelle is the one that's at the high school oh, level. I also, right. also did not um, like that movie. Yeah. Which I have to be honest, like when I first saw it and it first came out, obsessed. But now as an an adult teacher, hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, none of that is okay. <laughs> no I, thanks. I feel you. I feel you. I actually didn't like it because. I think they chickened out on the ending. I'm like, how are you going to do this? Oh, All they of this. It. And then they chickened out. They I was like, that's unfortunate. Mm. Anger, betrayal, frustration. <laughs> Especially, and it's just like the beginning. You know, I, I'm wondering if I would even be good on your podcast because I'm just like, I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't I'm trying to think of any lesbian movies that I actually did like. It's actually, it's like, new. I should have I should have started out this podcast by saying it takes a lot for me to really hate something because I always find like something good about it. And a lot of the stuff that I'm finding is just like the nostalgia feeling that Mm. I had as a teenager. Cause a lot of these, you know, stories that we watch are coming out stories. So they just kind of like ping that feeling in me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I have to really like, hate um, I have to really hate something about it in order to and it's just hard for me to hate things I don't know that's, right, that's so nice <laughs> that's that's you, person and big hearted <laughs> that's, that's good for well, you though it's really nice uh that's one thing about this podcast doing this podcast too that I like is that um because we actually sit down and talk about it and break it down I usually can find something that I like about it or something I at least appreciate about it even if it's a movie that I think I hate yeah. On first watch. Yeah. I always want to find something that I really like about it and something that definitely needs improvement. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually pretty easy to find that yeah. second thing. <laughs> yeah. Very For easy. sure. <laughs> yeah. You guys ever notice how a lot of queer lady films, they're just like, they're, how do I word this nicely? 
Um, Don't worry about being nice. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you ever notice how they're like almost too artsy? It's like they skip. Yeah. Like that's why I loved Imagine Me and You because it was presented as a rom com and it was funny. Yeah. It was nice and straight to, to the point. And then a lot of these other delivered. lesbian movies are very artsy. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like they, they're, yeah, they're trying to do too much. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think it's because a lot of them like basically were like indie films yeah. and they barely had any budgeting and you know they're coming from these artists and not big directors and production companies so yeah they're less mainstream which sometimes makes it really hard to watch yeah yeah i feel like they were like trying to get into sundance rather than telling a story i guess like i get <laughs> right, it yeah. from what you guys just said i get it now i get it but it still it still feels too artsy. So when yeah. I think about like Carol and that went to what? I haven't seen Carol. Are oh you... boy. What? <laughs> I feel like age gap. You'll love this one. I, yeah. I should. I definitely should. I just, I know how it ends. It's good. I it's mean, it's okay. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good ending. I mean, it's, it's realistic I guess but it's really yeah. sad how when you think of anything that's historical we assume that it is realistic <laughs> for them not so. to get together <laughs> I know have that, you seen the end yeah, of Carol yes I've seen okay. the end and I, they're both smiling I'm just gonna say <laughs> yeah but like that's all they're doing they're just smiling but they're in a restaurant what do you expect them to do exactly that's what I'm saying <laughs> like I think I get what you're saying Erica that like it is really good it's a really good ending for the time period where it takes place oh yeah I agree but with like, that. it's still a little bit sad that like they can't really be fully out or like fully public with their relationship. But part of that has to do with the fact that Therese says no. True, you make a good point. Uh, there's a lot of dimensions to this. But anyway, yeah. it's still worth watching. <laughs> I would say definitely still watch it. Yeah, I love it, and it's a great Christmas movie. Yeah, we're doing it for our Christmas episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I will put that on the bottom of my list. <laughs> yeah. okay. It's made it back onto the list. We, we That's the most heated we've ever gone. Oh, wow. Also, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Fresh on Kate Blanchett. Yeah. I so. mean, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, we all do. There's some good shots of her back in that movie. That's true. She's got That's a very muscly true. back, which is anachronistic for the time. I don't think anyone in the 50s would have <laughs> that muscly of a back. But Not unless she was yeah. working it's like, in no complaints. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I, I feel you there. I feel you there. I, people keep asking me, why haven't I watched it yet? I'm just like, mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not huge on movies, unfortunately. I'm actually not huge on TV, which is always why... Uh, I don't know if you ever see me on Twitter, but I'm constantly having to be tied to a chair metaphorically to watch things with people. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I, I know Why No Earth is a fantastic series. For some reason, I have issues sitting down and actually watching it, which is why I have to be tied to a chair every time I have to go sit down and watch Aww. it. Especially since, well, at least for me, I haven't gotten into it because I've been super busy in yeah. life but there's only so much time you can devote and to watching stuff anyway i know that i'll probably like it and i'll have to like binge it all and then like <laughs> yeah. i just that's a lot that's, i can't wait to get your text when you do that as multi, yeah as multiple seasons that's gonna yeah, be three a multiple seasons. day effort <laughs> I, would, I would definitely i mean the seasons are short which is unfortunate but it's it is a really good show i would suggest live tweeting it because it 
has an amazing fandom base. It's like crazy. It does. Yeah. All right. Next time I'm sick, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like crazy. They will. I've never met a fandom that was so just like nice. You know, usually there's okay, always. Yeah, usually so there's nice always each other. Yeah, it's it's insanity because I've been in fandoms before, and usually there's always yeah. the douchebag in the corner, and there's like there's no corners to this fandom for douchebags to hide in. Oh, yeah, like, that's good. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Uh, <laughs> sometimes fandom's a bad word. <laughs> yeah, especially, and it's just—I don't know. It's a nice—it's a nice place. It's a nice place to be. Mm-hmm. Good. That's that's nice to hear. Yeah. Refreshing. We were gonna talk about yourselves, and we were just like, let's just talk about game movies all day. I mean, that's fun too. <laughs> I, I absolutely um, love it. Well, I have a good kind of introduction to all of those things um I want to know what one of your like pivotal pieces of media was for like for identifying as a lesbian well you did mention a movie before I forgot what it was called I mentioned a movie I mentioned when I saw lesbians on screen and I, oh, yeah, that's, that's how I that's how I knew it existed though. But it it took me a very long time to come out after that. There was like probably a good eight years of me pretending that I was not yeah. gay. Um, yeah. and then from there it was really it was the internet. It was fan fiction. <laughs> it was it was oh, God, yeah. manga. It was yeah, fan fiction is huge. Yeah, it was anime. It was like those kind of things. Even though, well, if you want to see some really bad representation early anime is the place to go because while they had them there it was like they treated them like crap oh no like oh man but i still ate it up because that's all i could find yeah i'm trying to think of like because i know when i moved to the city to actually go to college i started renting all of the movies that i could find and i i really do think it was imagine me and you that really normalized it for me that was just a good movie because in between the time that I found Imagine Me and You it was going through a lot of foreign quote-unquote lesbian films and only yeah. a lot of them were not good so I'm, I'm yeah. gonna say it was probably Imagine Me and You and Debs oh yeah <laughs> yeah those, those, are... Are the, those were the two that I was like yes this is this will help me <laughs> yeah those are really great feel-good movies especially mm-hmm. Debs and then I would think it's really you're gonna okay. love it. It's really oh, good. I can't it's wait. It's cheesy. It's cheesy spy. It's fantastic. That's so okay. Funny. I mean, imagine me and you is also cheesy, and I love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's very true. And then I tried watching a lot of other movies, and it just mm. Mm. a lot of them just did not <laughs> did not leave yeah, a happy they're... feeling in my heart. A lot of them had to deal with a lot of men, and I I had never <laughs> never been interested in men. Never, I could not relate to the women who had to sleep with men first to know who they were, and I. I'm, oh, not yeah. saying, I'm not saying that those people don't exist. I'm saying I'm glad you found where you need to be. I just, I could not relate at all. And I'm just like, do I have to, to figure myself out? Do I have I to? the same way yeah. when I was younger. I definitely sense. had those thoughts like, how do I really know if I'm gay? Like if I've never been with a man and I really tried hard for a long time. And then I was like, I can't do this. Like, I don't want to. Why am I forcing myself to yeah. do this? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. Just, I could not relate with all of those movies. And there were so many that were just like, they ended up sleeping with dudes. And then in some of yeah. them, they got with the dudes. And I was like, just kissing Jessica Stein was one of those movies where I was just like, mm, 
It turns out yeah. I actually, which is strange, it turns out I liked that movie. A lot of people will shout at me for liking that movie. I actually <laughs> like You're it. You're allowed to like it. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard good and bad about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like, very representative of its time that it was made. So, yeah, but Was it, Ben Affleck in that one? I don't know who the guys were in it, to be fair. I think that I saw that when I was in middle school with a group of friends. And I remember it was either that or, like, Chasing Amy, maybe. Oh, um, I didn't see Chasing Amy. That was also on my list of things that I just Amy got too carried away. Like, cute guy in it. Okay. It was one of those, and we were, like, at a slumber party or something, and we watched <laughs> it, and I remember thinking then, I'm actually just remembering this right now. Yes. But, um. Recovered memories. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remember being, like, huh. Just, like, acknowledging the existence of lesbians, but then also feeling really afraid that, like, my friends around me would somehow read my mind and like know that I was thinking about lesbians and that like that they were gonna hate me or something I don't know like yeah you can easily go down that spiral like super fast and it doesn't make any sense how you get there but I feel yeah. you I was I was there when I was watching Rom Stoker's Dracula for the first time <laughs> there's like remind, please someone help me to figure out if this really happened in that movie but did Lucy and Mina kiss at some point? I don't know. Or did I, I make yeah. that up in my head? I don't I know, but... feel like listeners. they did. Yeah. Email. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know if they actually kiss it, because I can't sit down and watch that movie again, because I've read so many... <laughs> I've read so many retellings where Luna... Where Lucy and Mina get together that I can't... I almost can't watch it anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Fan fiction takes over. I feel like it doesn't really matter... Just pretend it did. <laughs> I'm going to pretend it did. And now I'm going to be sad because Lucy died. Aww. Anyway, everyone knows that story. Uh, anyway, but I, yeah, just Kissing Jessica Stein, I kind of liked that movie because that actually felt real to me. Hmm. Like, a lot of people hated it because she dumps her and then gets with the dude at the end, but it's like, it almost feels real. Like, sometimes yeah. that happens. You date people and then you just don't. Yeah, you don't want to date them anymore. Yeah, you don't want to date them anymore. It it turns out that your feelings, you know, were like, yeah, love, but not intense love, like not enough love. So you kind of just, that movie felt real to me and I needed, I needed to know that at the time when I saw that movie. (laughs) Sounds like maybe it was potentially positive bisexual representation. I think, I think it definitely was. And I think, that's good. And I think a lot of the hate it gets was just because back in the, back then Bi-phobia. people were just yeah. not only biphobia but people were just really desperate to have a movie where two girls got together and yeah like, yeah yeah they're, they're together really they're together most of that movie and then in yeah. the end it just kind of i think it's also because the presentation because they literally their breakup was very fast like they did the whole montage of them breaking up and it was like <laughs> why do you give it a montage this was not a this is not a good place to put montage it's just them yeah. breaking up <laughs> terrible use of montage <laughs> the terrible use of montage they were like oh we have 10 minutes left in this movie we need to break them up let's go that was an awful place wow. for a montage oh it sounds a little bit like personal best actually yeah it does actually they had a montage Kind of. They had a lot of montages. They did. uh, Montage heavy movie. Yeah. They had a lot to get through. Yeah. (laughs) A lot happened in that movie. Was that 
was that another gay movie? Like, every time you guys mention a movie, I'm just going to sit here and oh. question whether or not there was gay people in it, or which is a movie yeah. we're talking oh, about. Oh, Personal Best? First, yeah, you, you yeah that was... Since it's now your favorite movie. Well, it's not oh, my favorite okay. movie, but I did highly appreciate it, because I'm also an athlete, and it's about these uh, women athletes who... Um, they're track, track and field mm-hmm. athletes, and they're, like, trying to go to the Olympics um, in the year that... I don't know if it's canceled or the U.S. just, like, boycotted it because it was in Moscow or in something. In the 80s. In yeah. the 80s, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, that was. And they were together for a while during the movie, and then one of them ended up with a man at the end. But um, even though that relationship with the man really didn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, Chickens. End, yeah. <laughs> in the end, it felt like they were on good terms. Yeah. They were which definitely. was kind of nice. Yeah, they were definitely on good terms, and you knew that everything was going to be okay between them. Mm -hmm. So that's also something that doesn't happen very often. (laughs) I mean, it's better than the L word. For some reason, when I came out, I was like, I need to watch this show, because this is how you learn to be a lesbian. Oh, you all of us. (laughs) Um, No. No. I actually, people can fight me. I did not like the show. No, it's a terrible show. I did not like it at all. Um, I thought... I watched that movie and I was like, oh God, am I just going to have to be like bitter? (laughs) Am I going to have to be a bitter lesbian who fights with everyone? Because that's what that show taught me is that you just need to be a bitter lesbian. And that's like, you just have to sleep with a lot of people and be really dramatic about everything all the time. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, part of me was like, maybe it's just, they're, they're trying to be like, of the time, like, is that just how people in LA all are? And I've had someone actually like, say, yeah, sure, people in LA are just like that. And I'm like, I don't think that's well, true. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> I think they're yeah, just talking I think it's true. I think, I think it's just hard because for people like us who, you know, when that it came out when we were just of that, like, coming of age mm-hmm. time in our lives and we get this, you know, a dramatic representation of life in general, whether these people are gay or straight, they're hella dramatic. Yeah, true. Um, and there's a lot of drama going on. Yeah, we get that representation of, like, is this what it's supposed to be like? But, you know, lesbians who were, you know, fully grown at that time were just looking at it as an entertainment medium. Mm-hmm. You know, but for us in that time, that yeah. developmental age that we were in, we're like, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess I either have to be a Shane or an Alice or a Dana. <laughs> if I remember correctly, that show did not treat bi people very well, even though one oh. of the main characters was bisexual. Yeah, it was yeah. like, Dana was bi and like, no, no, yeah. I thought uh, Alice was oh, bi. Alice, that's right, that's right. Alice and Tina were supposed to be bisexual. Oh, yeah. Um, and then there was a trans character, and they also did not treat them yeah. very well at all. Yeah, not at all. Hey. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, not that it ever makes it acceptable, but you think of, like, during, I guess, like, the cultural view of those groups of people at that time. Like, it fits the time period, but it's not acceptable. Right. I hope when they yeah, reboot the series, they kind of, like, don't do that please. Yeah. yeah. Like, are they still doing that? I kept hearing news that they were going to reboot it, and I was like, I'm not thrilled I'm about sure this. I'm pretty sure working on a reboot, but, um... I'm okay with that, because... I hope they like, make it better. I think, I think, I yeah, I think they're really, like, a lot of new people are involved in it, I think. Yeah. It's not something that, it's just, again, it's hitting my nostalgia points. Yeah. I would, like, 
every Saturday it was on or whatever, I would like go upstairs and I would ask my dad if I could watch TV and mm-hmm. for him to leave the room, please. Oh. <laughs> and I would, you know, watch it very, very low oh. volume and always have like, whose line is it anyway? That's what it used to be oh, on switch my back. switch back button. So in case my parents came upstairs, I would be able to switch back. Oh, so yeah. it's just one of those things where like for years, like 14 onward, that's what I did wow. for oh every, every week for several years. So it was just like, (laughs) so it brings back a lot of feelings for me. So like I would watch it again in terms of nostalgia. Do I think it's really great representation? No, not really. (laughs) I think it would be better even if they, like if they were rebooting it, but instead of calling it a reboot, if they just made an entirely different show that was all about lesbians or like queer women. um, Let's just have it be about queer women, please. Right. But just, all of don't that. make it the L word. Just like make it a different thing that's better. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. I don't know. We'll I, see. It. Yeah, I'll probably watch it. I mean, I know I will. I would yeah. definitely watch it. If, you, if yeah. you gave me a show and you were like, "This is a show just about queer women," I will freaking watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't. I won't stick my nose up at it. I will watch it unless they do something heinous to it. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I will give it every benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I will stick with it for a long time. Yeah, same. I honestly yeah. think they could make money off of that. I don't understand why they don't. Like, I know. They, they have this new reality show coming out that's like, what is it? By Love? By Island? Somewhere or another? I keep seeing something about it. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'll watch that. And then I'm like, it's also going to be the reality, reality TV trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's hosted by... Um, Courtney Act, the drag queen. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love her. I'm considering <laughs> watching it, but I'm like almost terrified it's going to be like Jersey Shores or something. Aww. I'm well, so they scared. That, they had that one show, The Real L Word. That was oh, like, yeah, I remember oh, that. Oh, my God. I've heard horror stories about that. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I'm like, uh, I probably won't. I think won't. I watched an episode of it when it came out, and I was like, even I need to back away from this. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not healthy. That's when you know it's really bad because queers are super loyal. Yeah. To like content that represents them. We'll give it the benefit of the doubt as long as we can yeah. stand it. I feel mm-hmm. like. I don't yeah, like you don't it. even have to try that hard, and we'll be there. This is garbage. Yeah, but it. if it's real garbage, then it's like, okay, never mind, we're out. Yeah. That's that's so sad. Yeah. It is. It's getting better though. We're yeah. So thirsty. We're so thirsty. I know. Queers. I know. I'm kind of ex- I'm- I'm kind of examining my thirst, like, yeah. why Why am I still so thirsty? Yeah. I don't know. Because we were deprived. They're just pinging at my nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big thing just in the broader culture now, too, with, like, a bazillion reboots all the time True. happening. It's not just gay stuff. Yeah. That I is. I'm trying to worm my way into, like, watching the Charmed reboot, but I'm also, like, don't know if I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to, but I might give it a few episodes to like air first, and then yeah, because I know there's there is a confirmed queer character. Yes, it's oh, confirmed. Good. She's she's gotten with a lady. They they have a makeout scene. It's confirmed, and I'm just like I'm gonna sit here for a couple of episodes and make sure she just doesn't like disappear. <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> yeah, like she was there for one episode. Now they're just gone. Yeah. Yeah, you do need to be cautious. There's yeah. a show called The Good Fight, which is a spinoff of The Good Wife, 
that they really heavily marketed to queer women because one of the main characters is a lesbian in like a long-term lesbian relationship. And what? so like the first two episodes, there was a lot about them. And then her partner just completely disappeared from the show and they oh. like never addressed it. Oh my God. And yeah, that's like serious queer baiting right there. That's yeah. so fucked up. Yeah. This... I was like, I bought this whole season. What the heck? Oh no. <laughs> my hard earned gay dollars. I know. <laughs> Oh my god, gay dollars. That's that's yeah. me to put on a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> that's on, yeah. That'll yeah. be the next one. Oh my god. But I, I, I feel you. I think, oh my gosh, you guys need to speak to Mika and Tracy because they are they have so much knowledge of just queer people on TV. It's it's absolutely freaking insane. And they like to tell me how they hate watch um the Fosters. Because oh yeah. <laughs> it is a show about two gay women who have their family and apparently they have the almost the most loveless relationship that they've ever seen. Oh no. That's true. Like it's it's just like they have like I think oh no, I don't want to say this cuz she will quote me. Um, <laughs> but I think Tracy says she's seen those two women actually be loving and nice to each other maybe a handful of times each season and other times they're just fighting and like oh being like punishing their children and that's kind of it and I'm just like what (laughs) yeah that's that show is such like an after-school special yeah it's like seventh heaven with gay parents oh my god I never thought of it that way but it so is yeah holy shit that was my first thought when I watched one episode of the fosters I was like oh this is exactly like seventh heaven Heaven. actually I think the dad from seventh heaven is in the fosters at some point like I I think he's one of the grandfathers or something like that this is nuts (laughs) there's like a certain point of time in like 90s television where i've mixed up all of the tv shows like i could not tell seventh heaven and dawson's creek apart if i wanted to seventh Uh, heaven they're the same well no seventh heaven was the religious one oh yeah seventh heaven was religious that's true (laughs) it was about like a pastor and his seven kids oh my god uh you know that title makes a lot of sense now yeah when I see their happy face. Oh my god. <laughs> As I said, I didn't really like to watch real people on TV. I only like to watch cartoons. So you can ask me about any cartoon that happened during the 90s. I could tell you what was going on in them. Oh goodness. Okay, yeah. so we only have about like five minutes left. Yeah. Let us, let us plug in all the places that people can find you and all that good stuff since I don't want the library to kick you out. <laughs> So, okay. Where can people find um, you? Well, you can find Gal Pals Watch uh, at Gal Pals Watch on Twitter and on Instagram, Gal Pals Watch the podcast.tumblr.com, and Gal Pals Watch at gmail.com. Yeah, those are all the places. All right, I remember them. We did it. Yay. And you can you want to do personal ones too? Like personal social media? Sure. Um, my Instagram is a muffins. Oh my god. Yep. Mine. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, my Twitter is a muffins appears, but I don't really use it that much. <laughs> my Instagram is run Sarah C. So R U N S A R A H S E A, and uh, my Twitter is Sarah Marie wrote, but I also don't use it quite as much. Instagram is pretty much the place. Yeah, I use Instagram. Yeah. Pretty frequently. Yeah. You guys are going to have to send me that, like, in a list, because I was sitting here thinking I could track them down, and I was like, mm. oh, we'll, we'll send it to you. It's easy. Thank you. <laughs> Not to say I'm lazy, but I'm, I'm lazy. 
Well, you're not lazy. So, so thank you so much for coming on today. I'm I'm really glad to be able to talk to you. I'm glad to be able to meet you and learn all this yeah, fun same. stuff. That was really nice. Thank you. I'm super excited to see what else that you guys come up with, like or not come up with, but the other movies that you will do in the yeah. past. Can yeah. honestly, I don't, I don't have time to watch these movies. That's exactly why I'm happy that the podcast is there, just so I don't have to watch them. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I'm. I'm go ahead. I was gonna oh, say but... we'll we'll tell you what's good. <laughs> yes. Tell me. Tell me what is good. Tell me what is good, so I can stop watching lesbian vampire movies and being sad about them <laughs> every time I watch them. I could give you guys literally a list and I would be like, I'll, the site, each one of them will be, this is not a good movie. Aww. Aww. <laughs> but I watch them anyway because I love vampires. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I understand. One day, but I would suggest watching The Last Sect because it's ish decent. Decent-ish. Okay. Um, we'll check the list enough. to see what's on there. Yeah, not enough uh, lesbians in it for my taste. Um, I think her whole covenant is like women, though. I don't remember seeing a single male vampire in that movie, hmm. which Good. already makes it better than others. Um, yeah, that's already yeah. <laughs> yep, makes it better. Already makes it better. Um, well, yeah. So it was really great seeing you guys. I hope we get to talk again soon. And like, if you guys ever want to come on and like talk about your experiences or any stories you have or just just want to come on and talk shit i mean let me know i'm always ready for return guests yay that'd be awesome we can't wait to have you on our podcast yeah i'm excited for that too i need we need to figure out what movie we're watching so i can make sure to watch it yeah yeah we'll figure it out well we said saving grace or saving now i can't speak oh i'm so sorry I believe it's contagious, absolutely. No, like, there's okay. young and <laughs> Yeah, we can do saving face. That works. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. When will this episode air for, on your podcast? It will Halloween, air right? on Halloween, basically. Yeah. We never I... got to the ghost story. Oh, okay. damn it. We, ne- we never got to the ghost story, but I can just tell you, and it's really funny because it's about America's first vampire. Ooh. Oh, is this? No, no, no. You go ahead. You tell it. You tell it. Um, I'm not a very good storyteller, but it's a story of Mercy Brown. Okay. Go ahead. So I'm from Rhode Island, and this is a Rhode Island ghost story. <laughs> um, so Mercy Brown um, was... A little girl in a family of, I would say, four kids. Um, Her mother died, I think, giving birth. Um, So it was just the father and the four children. And her one of her younger brothers got sick one winter and died. And um, Mercy was getting sick as well. And the father was scared that she was going to die. So... The doctor said the only thing we can do is to exhume the body and burn the son's heart and Mercy will have to inhale the fumes from it or whatever. Um, But she dies and um, basically they bury her and at some point, see I'm not a very good storyteller, her body was exhumed and on the inside um, 
were all scratch marks, so it seems like she was buried alive. But everyone during the time period thought she was a vampire. <laughs> Um, because her nails had grown and her hair had grown and she was completely preserved. Wow. Um, but it's really just because that's how that's what happens when you, your body decomposes in winter. <laughs> oh my God! Wait, <laughs> this is a true story. Yeah. Um, so in Northern Rhode Island, you can go to Mercy Brown's grave. Wow. Yeah. But she's dubbed America's first vampire or something like that. So I would look up, like, the full story, but her name is Mercy Brown. Wow. And we're just going to pretend that she was gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. She was very tiny, I'm sure, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I've actually heard this story. Uh, she ha- they had tuberculosis, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it was something yeah. similar. This is during the tuberculosis scare. I love telling people that story because I'm just like, America's always been dumb. <laughs> Especially, yeah, because especially with tuberculosis and, like, blood and stuff like Mm. that. Well, actually, no, because I'm not sure if, you know, that was part of the canon back then for... Yeah, for vampires. Vampires to be... I I guess that is pretty... That is pretty interesting, isn't it? Like, if they had movies back then, they wouldn't have thought she was a vampire. (laughs) Because they would have thought she wouldn't have been able to do stuff. But, yeah, like, that that was around the time that we had, like, subway cars, wasn't it? Like, it, like, we still had subway cars and stuff like that in just rural areas. We were just still dumb as rocks. Yeah, <laughs> it was very rural um, where, the, where they lived. So. Oh, my gosh. I, I yeah. love that story. It was so yeah. freaking funny. That and I've definitely felt my grandfather's spirit. Wow. wow. And I've heard him. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's not much of a story. <laughs> I mean, that's it's about paranormal. It. I believe in yeah. ghosts. <laughs> there we go. There, that was our Halloween special. Yay! Yep. Yay! <laughs> I have no ghost stories to contribute. Sorry. I I will not tell ghost stories in this house because the person who owned this house died here. I will not. Oh tell boy! Them. Yikes! And I have too many cats. So I mean, it, it goes one of two ways: either something bumps in the night, and I'm just like, it's just the cats, or something bumps Aww. in the night, and then I'm scared. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> It's just the cats, don't worry. It's just the cats. It's just the cats. And one last thing before you go. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you like this episode, please leave a comment down below. Uh, If you are listening on iTunes, please, we would very much appreciate if you would give us a review and leave us those glorious five stars. Uh, It will help somehow in this unfathomable algorithm that Apple likes to use. It will help other people find our podcast and it'll help spread our stories. Um, If you have a story that you would like to share, a project or an experience, please hit us up on the Twitter. Our DMs are always open. And I hope everyone has a great night. Great day. Great anything. Everyone just have a great gay day. (laughs) Hope to see everyone again soon.